3: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled.
1: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's Pee Wee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.
3: And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller?
0: I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free.
3: Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal?
0: I paid for 20 tanning
3: sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh. Course. My
1: choice is yours.
3: Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade in. at at&t Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device, subject to change. S24 Plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See slash Samsung for details.
2: What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, 3 and Out Podcast. Back at it again. Late night. Uh, Late night. This Sunday night game would not end. At first, it was terrible. Then it got kind of interesting. And then it was pretty good. (laughs) You know, it was very entertaining. Tariko, Chris, Seattle, Geno Smith, uh, and and versus T.J. Watt and the Steelers. That was... uh, I, I was into that as the game went on. And then some other stuff that happened today, I, I guess I need to keep taking L's for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they are really, really hot right now. And they are playing really well. And what they did today uh, against the Browns on the road without their head coach, who's also their play caller. Listen, I'll tip my hat. That was uh, that was we're the best team in the NFL right now type win. And that and that's the way they're playing. And they, they are they look really, really good. Uh, the other big story of the weekend is, and it's been something we've been talking about for a while. LSU fired Ed Ogeron, though he'll coach the rest of the season. Uh, they play Lane Kiffin this week, whose team is six and one, his teams in the top fifteen. Uh, you know, I, I think there's a decent chance he's the next head coach at LSU, and I I don't know if LSU can do any better. I guess unless they get Jimbo Fisher, but what I I might rather have Lane. A little younger, a little more vibrant, uh, little—it feels like a little more positive. Uh, I, I, I would go with Lane Given, but we'll dive into that. And then, uh, of course, Tuesday and Friday's podcast—you can see it on the Volume YouTube channel. We, we uh, throw up a bunch of content up there. I usually go live every Monday and Thursday with a lot of the podcast content. Uh, so go subscribe to that. Obviously, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review. Would greatly appreciate that. Leave your, uh, if you have any questions for the Middlecoff mailbag, we answer those through Instagram. It's this app that Facebook bought a while back. My handle's at John Middlecoff. Slide up into those direct messages and get your question answered here on the show. But let's start with the game tonight. It truly is crazy. They they clearly were introducing a bunch of people, getting into the Hall of Fame, you know, Cower, Paul Malu, the history of the Steeler fans. Uh, I, listen, I've been lucky enough to go to a lot of NFL games over the last decade. There are no two better teams that travel than the Steelers and the Packers. Uh, there's not really much like it when you play the Steelers and the Packers, especially if your team is down a little bit. And I've seen it with the Raiders and the Niners. They'll, they'll sell out. Like it'll be a Packer or a Steeler home game. The, the passion, the pageantry of the brand—it's it's cool. Like if if you're a fan of you know the, it, the history of sports. It's pretty powerful. And one thing, for whatever reason, they can consistently do. My entire life, right? My entire life, they have had bad-ass defensive players. I do not know how they do it, but they consistently, you know, just land all pro difference-making players. And T.J. Watt was not viewed as good as his brother. Didn't get drafted until the, I think, mid to late 20s. And he has become an absolute game-wrecking player. Baller. I mean, he's he's the highest paid player and, you know, highest paid defensive player in football. But he took over that game tonight, and he consistently does. And that's where that franchise, that when you see they haven't had a losing season for 17 years, their offense is not awesome all the time. And clearly their offense is pretty questionable right now, because Roethlisberger can't really move. Just like a couple years ago when it was Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph, and they still went 8-8. Eight because of their defensive culture. Now I understand they're playing Geno tonight, but still they, they just find a way. And this team is not that good, but they're just their culture in the building with their players that they consistently find, develop, and turn into stars. They're just going to win nine, maybe even ten games. It's going to be ugly. It's not going to be pretty. Most of their games will, you know, be twenty-three to twenty or nineteen to fourteen. Like they're, they're going to win it ugly. But I, I have nothing but admiration for the way that franchise operates. And even Seattle, listen, listen, they haven't had a losing season in, what, 12 years now? I think Collinsworth said on the broadcast. Their worst season in the Russell era was 9-7, and seven, and that was several years ago when they missed the playoffs. I give them credit. Like, they didn't lay down like chumps. They're playing Geno Smith. Geno Smith's their starting quarterback. And they went toe-to-toe with a team that should be much better than them. Right? I mean, let's face it. Seattle's kind of built like an NBA team, and Russell's the NBA star. And without him, they are very flawed. Yet, they fight. They have a competitive culture. Jamal Adams can't catch. I mean, he had a ball hit him in the head. I I, I want to like Jamal Adams, and I appreciate the way he plays, but he is an extremely flawed player. I mean, he has zero ball skills. Absolutely zero. Which would be no big deal if he was T.J. Watt. Hell, it wouldn't be that big a deal if he was a linebacker. He's a safety. Safety. Roethlisberger threw a ball right at him, and it hit him in the face. Do you know what most safeties would do? I mean, even if they didn't catch it, they'd get a hand on it. He didn't even see it. He's just, because he's always looking to hit. Like, Jamal, this isn't 1978. We need to make some plays on the ball. But that's not really his deal. Uh, But they fought, and they just don't have enough. And it's going to be extremely hard for them to win any games without Russell. Clearly, the video, if you had a chance to see it go viral on the internet of Russell going through his warm-ups, pretending that he was in a huddle, even though he's by himself. Uh, I'm not going to make fun of Russell. Like, listen, he is... In his mind, that's what he has to do to stay elite. And listen, he's elite. If you're going to do things that we're going to make fun of you for, it's harder when you're elite at your job. And you're one of the best to ever do it. Right? If he was... Some random quarterback, right? If Andy Dalton was doing that, I'd have a field day. But I really can't make fun of him for doing that. Like, that's his process. Now, is he doing it for the cameras? Most people would say yes. And is there a chance he's doing it for the cameras? Of course there is. But, you know, this kind of who he is. And it's clearly worked because their team is probably without him, four-win team. And with them, they win 10 to 13 games a year. Think about that. He has a roster that would win. Honestly, if Geno Smith started the entire seventeen game season, ah, uh, I'd say I'd say four and thirteen would probably be the record. And if Russell was starting all the games, you know, they're probably ten win team. So that's how important he is to the team. Now, that's part of the nature of the position. You could do that. You could play that game with a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. But Seattle, for a team that has you know some high priced stars, pretty flawed roster. Pretty flawed roster. Uh, the other team that clearly just blew me away, I'm glad I didn't bet against them because I almost didn't take the Browns, is what the Arizona Cardinals pulled off today, losing Kingsbury, who didn't travel because he tested positive. And he's also their play caller. So it's one thing if you lose your head coach, like if Mike Tomlin's not there, right? If John Harbaugh's not there, ultimately they're not calling either side of the ball. They're obsessed with timeouts and yelling at the ref. But when your head coach is... Sean Payton, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid—guys that call plays. Hell, Mike Zimmer's a defensive play caller for Minnesota. That's a big deal. Like that, that guy influences the game. <laughs> you know, directly half the snaps of the game, he's making the play calls. So for them to not even skip a beat and beat the living, you know what, out of the Browns, I didn't see that coming. I honestly didn't think they had that in the bag. But you know, I think we talk about adversity a lot. Like, how do you handle adversity? And listen, adversity could be, you know, playing through a rolled ankle to, you know, you're playing, you have to de-plane, even when these guys charter a jet. Like, you can make adversity out of anything. When your head coach slash offensive coordinator is not able to coach a game, like, that's legit adversity, especially when you find out a couple days before the game. It's not like you had all week to practice. It was like last year during the, the uh the COVID season, when the rules were just guys would be left and right. You'd just be like, oh, we're out with uh, no Lamar Jackson this week. Oh, Cam Newton's out like the day before the game. Like, what can you humanly possibly do to prepare for those situations? You can't. There is no preparing for that. I, I don't even know if that's adversity. That's just like uh it's like a Barry Zito life curveball. You're like, uh, what should we even do? No one would have blamed Arizona. The game was set up for them to lose. The game was set up for them to lose. And they won it. And watching, you know, you can't dispute J.J. Watt, his presence on that team. Like, he's brought some life. Now, clearly, Kyler is a star player. Offensively, they are loaded. Hopkins is still a baller. Rondale Moore, I don't know. I, I didn't watch much Purdue football in my, uh, my spare time over the last several years. But I've watched a lot of this guy this year. Th- that guy, it, getting him in the second round is a steal. He is an elite player right now. And then when you, AJ Green actually looks pretty good too. So you can spread the field with the quote unquote air raid. And then these little random running backs they have are just busting huge runs. And then obviously their quarterback can run. So you have all these sweet wide receivers. You have a quarterback whose skill set is just stupid. He can run. And then you have running backs who just are kind of no name guys like Edmonds. But whenever you watch him, you go, God, this guy's pretty sweet. But he has huge running lanes because you have to prepare for these wide receivers. You know, Rondell Moore runs like a 4-2. Hopkins is slow, but he can make seven guys miss. and He did today on a touchdown, you know, uh, that he scored. A.J. Green, listen, I, I had someone last year tell me when they were watching his uh, film, his last year at Cincinnati, they're like, God, he's shot. He, he's got no more left. Well, he does. He actually has a little bit left. And he looks pretty good. I didn't see that coming. Uh, and defensively, they just they kind of took it to the Browns. Now, the Browns got issues, right? I mean, their their whole just mojo's off. Now they are their success is predicated on running the football. So when you do something successful, I would say in any walk of life, and it's predicated heavily on one thing, and then I remove that thing, and I go, oh, stay successful. It gets difficult, right? Like if I take hamburgers out of McDonald's, like they'll still sell coffee. They'll still sell some chicken sandwiches, but a lot of people are going there for the cheeseburgers, right? Kevin Stefanski and the scheme that he runs with the two players that he has is very you know, dependent on smashing the run down your throat. Nick Chubb was hurt. It looked like Kareem Hunt, as of recording this, I haven't seen an update, but it did not look good. His season might be over. So if they can't run the ball, Baker's not Josh Allen. He's not Justin Herbert. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He ain't Lamar Jackson. Back before, uh, you know, uh, Deshaun Watson had all these people turning him in for who knows, what, what whatever's going to come of that. But he's not Deshaun Watson either. He can't carry you throwing the ball. And clearly he's banged up. And they got some weird, like, mojo going on with, what's Odell Beckham Jr.'s deal? Like, I, I just don't get what OBJ's deal is. Is he still good? Do the Browns not like him? Is he just not that good anymore? Does Baker not want to throw him the ball? Like he's on your team, but you barely even use him. I, I don't really get it. I, I'm kind of at a loss. I don't even I don't if someone asked me like what's Odell Beckham Jr.'s situation with Cleveland, I wouldn't even know how to describe it. It's just not going well. It hasn't gone well. It's a disastrous move. It has not worked out at all. But their their success is ultimately when you take the running backs away, Baker has to be able to carry them throwing the football. And that's not really his deal. And they had a bunch of injuries, but They were at home, and they got their ass kicked by a team that did not have their head coach slash offensive coordinator. That was uh, probably, to me, the most eye-opening thing of the day. Basketball season is
0: back. No better place to bet on it than the FanDuel Sportsbook. To celebrate the NBA tip-off, FanDuel Sportsbook's given new customers enhanced odds. 75-1 to odds. On any team to win on October 19th or 20th, how about we go with Lakers, a veteran team, to beat the Warriors? How about that? Fanduel's now live in Connecticut, by the way. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now the perfect time to give it a shot. Fast withdrawals, easy to use. You get odds boosts and specials, live betting. Place your bet faster in a game if you see a trend you like. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Download the Sportsbook app at FanDuel. Sign up. Just use the promo code Colin. Promo code Colin gets 75 to 1 odds any team to win in the NBA 19th or 20th of October. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook. Fanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1 800 270 7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee Redline is 1 800 889 9789. Or go to 1 800 Gambler.net in West Virginia. Or call 1 800 Next Step or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. Witness the dawning of a new
3: era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. feels just right don't miss it mark your calendars and be the first to see it march 20th at 7 p.m eastern only on iHeartRadio's youtube channel save the date at new-qx80.com 2025 qx80 coming this summer
2: you know in today's world it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few well discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special that's why with your discover card You have access to 24-7 live customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Well, like many kids at 16, I got uh, a car... (laughs) That uh came from my grandpa. It wouldn't have been my first choice, but because I was 16 had no money, I didn't have a choice. I took it and then I personalized it. I tinted those windows, I put in multiple 12 inch subwoofers in the back so my parents and everyone else in the neighborhood could hear me coming from across town and I turned that thing into something at first that I was like, I want something better to essentially my dream ride at the time because I had a car at 16 can't hard to complain. One of my favorite parts about car culture is regardless of the car you're given when you're young, you can find a way to make it cool. And that's what any young, innovative individual will do. I don't care what you're rolling in. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time. Every time or your money back. Plus at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team, faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which make it the best place to hire. I know I'm on it all the time, looking for people, checking out what everyone's doing. Hiring should be easy. And that is where LinkedIn comes in. So the fact that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours, LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And then lastly, LSU. Uh, Listen, I I appreciate, I I say the coolest part about working for the Eagles and moving to a city that I, you know, I don't even think I'd really been to the East Coast that often. I'd been to New Orleans once. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really hadn't spent any time. I'd never been to New York. I'd never been to Boston. I'd never been to Philly. I'd never been to D.C. So it was a foreign land. And I remember getting there, and it was clear early on two things. One, it was just a passionate sports town, which I already knew from afar. But when you live in it, you're like, damn, this is sweet. And the Eagles were really important. Uh, they were the most important uh, team in the city by a mile. It, they, they mattered a lot. I always, I haven't spent that much time in, uh, you know, I've never been to Alabama. I've never been to an LSU game. I've never been to a Florida game or Georgia game. But it's clear those programs mean everything. And that's what the Eagles felt like. And I really, I thought it was cool. If I'm going to work at a job that, you know, paying me 40K, it better mean something. And it felt like it meant a lot. And it was cool. And it was it was a powerful feeling knowing that everyone cares about your team in the city. And in the SEC, I've always said it's, it's like the NFL light. And their standards are sky high. In the Pac-12 last year, easily could have just not played football for the year. No one would have cared. Hell, the, the Big the Big Ten was doing that for a while until Justin Fields and Jim Harbaugh and Ryan Day wouldn't shut up. And they eventually kind of pushed the, the envelope. The SEC, they never blinked. They never flinched one time. They didn't miss a game uh, until they had to certain times during the season. But they were never going to cancel the season. And they held Ed Ogeron, whether it's fair or not, to the standards in a COVID season, like it's normal season. And he was terrible. <clears throat> and they were not any good. And then this season, it starts off with him walking into the Rose Bowl, screaming at fans about your sissy blue shirts. And there can't be anyone associated with the LSU program that views UCLA as an equal, let alone better. And Chip Kelly kicked their ass. And then last week, when UK, a basketball school, put it on them, it was clear it was over. And Clay Helton lasted for years at USC, the flagship brand out west years. It would have lasted like a year and a half in the SEC. Money is never an issue. They can always find it. Excuses are not an issue. They just throw you to the wolves. They want to win at football. And I appreciate that. And I'm not like a coward level nerd when it comes to recruiting, but I follow the sport closely enough to know LSU, their players, are never the issue. So when they're not winning, it's a coaching issue and they fired his ass. Now they did it. Clearly they're treating him with a championship level respect. They're going to let him coach out the season because if they truly didn't like him, they would have got rid of him right now, but they're not doing that. But it's just simply this isn't you're not good enough. You are not good enough. You got lightning in a bottle. That season was awesome, but you're never going to do that again. I we all can tell. You're gone. And now LSU flies by USC as immediately the best job in the sport. That's open right now. And you could go, well, USC, much easier path than the playoffs because the uh the the conference is way easier in the Pac twelve than it is in the SEC. That's true. But I would ask you, if you were a coach, and the money's gonna be equal, and hell, your money, if you're gonna get seven, eight million dollars in Baton Rouge and you're gonna get seven, eight million dollars in USC, and they probably SC's probably not even paying that. But if they did, your money's going a lot longer in Baton Rouge. You matter way more in Baton Rouge at LSU, in the SEC. It's way more important. Not even questionable. That's It's not a debate. So the path is easier, but everything football-related points to LSU. And I think if I was a coach, and I, I'm born and raised on the West Coast, and I had the opportunity to coach one of the two programs. Well, these coaches want to coach and win at the highest level. You go to LSU. Now, I don't know if they're going to be in the market for the same coach, because I think LSU is immediately in the market for Jimbo Fisher and Lane Kiffin. And listen, Jimbo's resume is much longer. But I think you could make the argument, especially if uh, Ole Miss keeps winning and they go, let's say, have an 11-1 season there. One loss is to Alabama. You could hire Lane. <laughs> you, know, you know he can recruit. You know he can coach. Unlike Ed, he calls a side of the offense. He influences the offensive plays. That's his baby. So you know you're getting a guy who can scheme offense regardless of coordinators, whether they come and go and can coach quarterbacks and can recruit. Like, I I don't know what else you need to see. And on the other side, the irony of the trio of Ed Sark and Lane, who were all kind of together, you know, originally at SC under Pete Carroll and Lane and and Ed have worked together. Like Lane's proven he can coach. He can be a head coach and he can win. I never understood the hype when Sark got hired at Texas. Now, it might just be simply because in the South and in some of these other conferences, they don't follow like Washington football. They they just don't care. And I don't blame them. I I wouldn't follow it either if I wasn't out West and a Pac-12 guy. He did not do well at Washington when he was a head coach. They consistently went seven and five. And he was not getting bad players. He was loading. He could recruit. He was getting NFL caliber players all over the field. When Chris Peterson made the playoffs a couple years into the job, he was doing it with a lot of Sark's players. And those guys, a lot of them got drafted. Sark's not a very good head coach. He's just not. I don't. Th- I think he's going to be in trouble fast at Texas. Because he doesn't win. That's not his deal. I- I'm not shocked at all to see Sark's 4-3 and three and losing to Oklahoma State and just losing games. Blowing games to Oklahoma. He doesn't win. Just check the guy's resume. It's one thing to be a good coordinator at Alabama when you have... You know, Tua and Mac Jones and Devontae Smith, Najee Harris and Henry Ruggs, who looks awesome for the Raiders and Waddle and and all the guys, all your offensive linemen, you're just team stacked. Hell, the running back they got this year at Alabama, who's been waiting in the wings behind Najee is good. It's another thing to run a program and try to call the offense and he can't do it. He's just not very good at it. Like the evidence is flowing in and Texas, who has this false sense of reality who thinks they're like the Pittsburgh Steelers or Alabama. It's like, no, you're just, you're an above average program. They won't stand for it. Because the one thing they don't have an issue with is money. They have an unlimited amount. Just like LSU. All these people, like the the, the coastal elites always like look down at the south. I don't think, there are not as many rich people in some of these smaller towns. But there's money. <laughs> there's money. Like, like in California, most people like look down upon the valley. I was just at a party yesterday. A private party. For this guy, who's the number one almond farmer in America, he's worth a lot of money. His private party, he he had Joan Jett and John Party, the country artists, just play at his private party. <laughs> like, if, but most people, if you just ask a random guy in San Francisco or in L.A. about like Fresno, that's where he lives. Party was actually in Chowchilla. He'd like laugh; they'd laugh at you. Like, I mean, th- this guy, I mean, is every bit of a you know big dick, heavy swinger is like some Silicon Valley VC. I mean, he's, he makes a stupid amount of cash. Very, very successful. But, you know, they just, you know, those type of people. And that's why in these programs, like, they can always get the money together. And Texas has the best of both worlds, right? They, their program makes a ton of cash. And then their boosters have a lot of money. So, I would say Sark is, you know, I, I would have guessed this would happen at least by year two. Probably not by game seven, year one. I think his clock's already ticking. People are like, are we sure this guy's the guy? Because the answer is no. Especially as long as Lincoln Riley is at Oklahoma. And that's the thing. Oklahoma, another good example. They have so much money. Like the, you would go, why wouldn't LSU go get Lincoln Riley? Because why the hell would Lincoln Riley go to LSU? Why wouldn't he stay at Oklahoma? They're going to be in the SEC anyway. He's already making 8 ten million $9, $10 million. He can make the playoffs. He doesn't have to play Alabama yet. <laughs> so wh- why would he leave Oklahoma? Way better job security. Yet the, the standards and the pressure are just as high. But there's like a a, a probably a, a more realistic understanding of the sport. It's hard, you know, because Ed Ogeron actually wasn't that bad. He won a national championship. He has a pretty good record. I think he's like 13 and five against ranked teams. Uh, but they just it wasn't good enough. <laughs> now it's going to be hard to find a guy who's going to be more successful the next time. You know, Lane Jimbo. Who knows? Those guys might. The thing is with all these in, in any industry. When it's like podcasting. Well, five years ago, you'd be like, You a podcaster? Well, I've had the opportunity to go back to radio within the last couple of years. I said no every time. <laughs> one, you can't afford me. And two, it doesn't interest me. But the number one thing, like, if I wasn't making money in this, I would have had to jump back. But I'm able to do that. It's like, why did why did uh Carolina have to pay Matt Rule all that money to come from Baylor? Well, because Baylor was paying him eight and a half million dollars a year. <laughs> you know? Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss, I don't know if they can pay what LSU can pay, but they can pay him a lot of money. So, you know, it's just the college football is in the, but more the SEC has really turned into the NFL. The standards for coaching is outrageous, and it's a tough profession. Now, you're compensated very, very highly, but if you do not win, adios. And Ed Ogeron, adios. See you guys later this week. Uh, Hope everything's good. I guess I'll see you Tuesday because I'll have another podcast out Tuesday. And uh, we'll go from there. And yeah, talk to you soon. Peace.
0: or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
1: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's Pee Wee Championship game, a trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.
2: You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card...